The purpose of your particular life is a question many of us can't seem to get our heads around. There's always this feeling that remains. The feeling that you don't know where your journey might lead you to and where you are headed to next. So how can a movie make me feel that I can tackle any given obstacle heads on and strive for the person I want to be? In this episode, I want to take a look at how the Truman Show opts for striving for freedom and makes any given obstacle in your life super duper fine. Let's go. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening and good night. This movie is about a man whose entire life has been televised without his knowledge. His entire world being fabricated by a single writer and inhabited by actors. A movie that expertly plays with your emotion and questions your sense of reality. It's a movie that depicts the importance of making your own decisions and addresses your fears as well as your perseverance towards reaching set goals. You're invested already? Then let's go. Truman Burbank is the protagonist of the movie. He is introduced to the audience as this naive but kind-hearted, hard-working, funny, genuine and adventurous guy. He certainly thinks big, so he is some kind of a dreamer as well. Keep that in mind for later on in the story. We've become bored with watching actors give us phony emotions. We're tired of pyrotechnics and special effects. While the world he inhabits is in some respects counterfeit. There's nothing fake about Truman himself. No scripts, no cue cards. It isn't always Shakespeare, but it's genuine. It's a life. As early on as the opening monologue, we get a glance at how sophisticated the crafted reality of the Truman Show really is. The actors are questioned about the importance of the Truman Show in the movie credits inside the movie. There it becomes clear that even the actors think of this act of exploitation of Truman as an act of kindness. After all, they mention that they are going to help other people with the show because the plot is genuine and not fake at all. Dude. I mean, how crazy is that to begin with? Just a few minutes in and the movie talks about an omnipresent topic being capitalism and money. In today's world of prequels, sequels and live action remakes of masterpieces such as Aladdin, The Lion King and Cowboy Bebop. I'm still not over Cowboy Bebop. I mean, seriously, how... I don't want, even want to talk about it. I mean, how can you ruin a masterpiece such as Cowboy Bebop just for money? It's just executives in the movie industry sit in meetings and seem to have no clue what um, they should produce next because they have no creative ideas. Copying the first best thing that pops up on the IMDb top 250 list seems then quite reasonable to them. So everything mentioned is connected to one thing, money. Money takes up such an important part in our lives that we often forget to cherish simplicity. What defines us? Is it the car we drive, watch or the house we own? It doesn't really matter at the end of the day because that's all just a status symbol for us to get praise from other people. That is just one point of many of why social media is so successful. Money sure makes life a lot easier, no doubt about that, but it provides temporary happiness, not long-term happiness. The dream of a better life ties people to misery. 
How many young people have taken a job in a big company after graduation and swore to themselves they would work hard for a few years, put money aside and quit their job at 40 to pursue their true interest? Too many to count, but just a handful that actually goes through with it. But it's not that easy to escape from this loop of hell, which is why they fight for promotion instead. Luxury quickly becomes a necessity and once you get used to it, it becomes an implicitness. At first we don't want to live without it until at some point we can't anymore. We would like to have so many things, but we postpone them because we think we need a better time for them and strive for tangible things instead. Why is it so hard to lay the foundation now and work towards the goal with consistency? Because consistency is a word with an insanely big meaning and most of us quit before the results even come in and are visible. In the next scene, a light falls from the sky. I was initially confused because that hint alone should have flipped the switch in Truman's mind that something isn't quite right. But it doesn't happen. Why, you may ask? Because Truman lives in a bubble, his comfort zone, and he is not willing to step out of it. Isn't that in total contrast to his characterization? He wants to be an adventurer, but isn't willing to step out of his comfort zone and face discomfort. Instead, he looks for comfort in his safe job, his routine, his quote-unquote normal and safe life. No one wants a 9-to-5 job, but then only a few take the risk and take a leap of faith to get out of this wheel. Only a few face the discomfort which goes hand-in-hand with fulfilling goals. Later on in the story, he wants to travel to Fiji and be as adventurous as he is described. But he once more gets shut down. Life intervenes again. The people he loves most hold him back, even his wife. I mean, of course she is, she's a paid actor, so no doubt about that. It's her job. But then again, she symbolizes all obstacles which are in the way of fulfilling Truman's true desires. Later on, he commutes to work. We witness a co-worker giving him a file, telling him to go across the bay to close a deal. There we get to see Truman's fear of the ocean. This fear emerged because of a boating accident, which what Truman believes caused his father's death. Only to find out that the death was staged. He also runs into his father on the street, but before they can talk, people drag his father onto a bus. This certainly sparks something in Truman that causes him to search for the truth. He gets more and more paranoid and questions everything around him. Then more signs occur, which spark his paranoia. The movie starts to address the fact that Truman's entire life was fake. Every relationship he had has been scripted and every path he's taken was laid out before him. This poses a question I have thought of over and over again. What if none of your decisions were made by you? What if you are completely dependent on someone else? This is truly a well-crafted moment. To highlight the importance of making mistakes and having the freedom of making mistakes be depicted as a gift is truly blowing my mind. Because up to this moment, I didn't think of it as a gift. Many people are afraid of making mistakes, yet they are essential to learn and acquire knowledge. As Truman becomes more suspicious, he tries to leave the island by car, but gets shut down very quickly by an incident that happened at the local power plant. As we are back in Truman's house, we get one of the funniest and one of the most disturbing moments in the entire film.
You're not well. Why do you want to have a baby with me? You can't stand me. That's not true. Why don't you let me fix you some of this new Mococo drink? All natural cocoa beans from the upper slopes of Mount Nicaragua, no artificial sweeteners. What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? I've tasted other cocos. This is the best. What the hell does this have to do with anything? Tell me what's happening! We once more get a glance at how no one really cares about Truman's feelings and his wishes. In the next shot, we get Truman and his best friend sitting at the end of a pier where they talk about their friendship. You're the closest thing I ever had to a brother, Truman. I know that things haven't really worked out for either of us like we used to dream they would. You know that feeling when it's like everything's slipping away and you don't want to believe it so you you look for answers somewhere else but well but well the point is i'd gladly walk in front of traffic for point is, I would gladly step in front of traffic for you, Truman. And the last thing I'd ever do is lie to you. The last thing that I would ever do is lie to you. Truman counts on his advice and all we see is a staged moment well crafted by the showrunner Christoph. This is so hard to watch and Truman's breaking point. It shows that often the people we are closest with are the people that hurt us the most and deceive us the hardest. It is so real and to see that there are friendships just like that in real life is just truly heartbreaking. At this exact moment the movie taught me that it's important to look for people you can trust and you can entrust your problems to. We now skip back to Truman's house, where he seemingly falls asleep in the basement only for the showrunners to find out that he escaped and is now on the run. They then find him in the middle of the ocean where he sails to find the exit. At this moment we get to see that Christoph desperately tries to prevent Truman from leaving, although he said moments prior that he can leave if he wants to. It goes so far that he even hits his boat with lightning, causing Truman to fall into the water. We dare get to see Christoph's recklessness. He even says that he is willing to let Truman die. Once again, we get to see that no one really cares about Truman, only about the money, fame, power and their status. Truman gets back on the boat and hits Christoph with an iconic line. The best you can do! You're gonna have to kill me! What you would do with a drunken sailor? What you have to the studio, I demand that you cease transmission. Keep running. What do with a drunken sailor? I am the morning. Truman is determined to escape, thus reaching his goal of freedom. The perseverance Truman has is here perfectly shown. 
We first see Truman being introduced as a wannabe adventurer, only to then witness that he is clinging to his safe life, to then see him overcoming his fear of the ocean, his perseverance to step out into the real world and his commitment towards that goal. That's just damn good writing. Truman becomes more and more approachable and at the end you can merge with his ideals, his character and his life. The best characters are the ones you can see yourself in and Truman is just that for me. Although there are obstacles, he makes it to the exit. As he is about to leave, Christoph talks to him, saying that this life is purely designed for him and that it's wonderful. A life without disappointments. I know you better than you know yourself. I never had a camera in my head. You're afraid. That's why you can't leave. It's okay, Truman. I understand. I have been watching you your whole life. Watching when you were born. I was watching when you took your first step. I watched you on your first day of school. <laughs> the episode when you lost your first tooth. <laughs> you can't leave. Truman doesn't grant Christoph any kind of finale, just a straight up line giving him the finger. Truman is just himself, he doesn't step out of line. At first glance he's still the guy we were introduced to but only more mature and more confident. His essence is the same, he's still a kind hearted guy that now follows his beliefs and is determined to live a free and unplanned life. To witness someone's story and his character arc being ended in such a satisfying but also terrifying way is incredible. The movie plays with your emotions and sometimes it's hard to watch because it's unreal how people can exploit another human being to that extent. But to see Truman overcome this obstacle is truly satisfying. It has something of a superhero origin story. I happened to watch this movie at the exact perfect time in my life, right as I was as afraid as Truman of my future and what I want to do with my life. It helped me find my long lost love for cinema again. To see that at the end of the movie Truman reaches his goal is truly inspiring and to be told that overcoming your fears is equivalent to fulfilling your dreams and gain freedom was unbelievable to me and still is. Due to this well-crafted character arc, this well-written and inspiring movie and this approachable protagonist, you believe you can face anything heads-on. At least, so did I. Calling it quits now, baby, I'm a wreck 
looking at you sideways, party on tilt. Ooh, 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 certain things.